Welcome to Broad Ideas. Hi, Rob. Hi, Olivia. Hey, Rachel. <gasps> he said hi to me. Today we have the incredible, amazing Chelsea Handler, who obviously needs no introduction, but comedian. Let's give her one, though. Actor, writer, TV host. Her new special, Revolution, I fucking loved. Absolutely. Loved it. It's out on Netflix. Um, and she also has a tour coming up. It starts April 13th, Little Big Bitch Tour. It's kicking off in Illinois. Ooh, where in Illinois? Chicago? Uh, Peoria? Peoria, yeah. I said okay. it right? Sort <laughs> of. You said it very slowly. Well, I said it slowly awkwardly. so I get it right. I definitely want to go. I need to look and see when Let's she's... Let's go to Peoria, guys. <laughs> Let's go to Peoria, go. Illinois. I would. That would be fun. That's something I would it's do. It's like 40 minutes from where I grew up. Really? We could visit Rob's home and say hi to the parents. And the 11 grandkids that are at the house, oh probably. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm into it. I'm also into Chelsea, and I'm so happy she's here with us today. Please enjoy. Sometimes when... Talk about dogs and kids and things. We'll talk about chicks and tampon strings. We'll talk about boys that make you cry. We'll talk about death because people die. Okay, well, hi. 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 (laughs) I am so happy that you were willing to come and talk to us, Chelsea. I'm just such a fan for so long. Oh, thank you. And I love you. And I remember going on your show back in the day. And your dog was Chunk at the time. And I name everything Chunk. Like I get in my car, it says, Welcome Chunk, because I'm obsessed. Oh, shut up. I swear. I'm obsessed with Chunk from the Goonies. So when I knew you had a dog named Chunk, it was love at first listen. So I had to tell you that because it's been a That's long so time. funny. I used to call my mom Chunk. And mom, because she was, because <laughs> she was Chunk. Like she was, I was her Chunky Monkey and I called her Chunk too. And I would just like, she had meat on her, my mom. And so I would constantly squeeze it. I'm like, you are the Chunk. You are the Chunk. <laughs> and so then I named, when I got my first rescue dog, I have, I looked at him. I'm like, oh, my mother's in oh, there. Oh, and I'm like, this dog is going to give it to me. Uh, and so I named him Chunk. And people are like, you can't name a dog after your mom. I'm like, watch me. <laughs> Watch me. <laughs> I love that. If I named Gertie Jan. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, so first of all, your new special is so awesome. Thank you. Oh my, my Netflix God. special. Thank you so much. Yes. Your Netflix special. Died. Um, died. La- I, there were like a few parts of it that really spoke to me. Number one, the yeast infection bit was like yeah we've all we've all been in that situation right yeah mm. mm-hmm. i don't know if we've all swallowed it but <laughs> no 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 you we know haven't, I mean? we're not I all don't... swallowers <laughs> right? some of us um but we've all had a yeast infection oh <laughs> this yeah this is true no i'm fully allergic and have been assaulted yeah. in a pharmacy <laughs> by the various degrees of monostat you can get for yeah. your you oh know, my god acuteness i was dying yeah and i'm definitely allergic to like new dick so i can relate. Uh, yeah, I know. Isn't that funny when you hook up with, uh, with someone and then you're like, oh, I think I'm allergic to you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And now I have proof. <laughs> what happens when you get into a relationship and you find out you're allergic to their dick? Oh. Has that happened? I don't, I don't know. 
If you're allergic to good dick. No, 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 to <laughs> their dick. Like you meet someone and you're falling for them and then you do it and well, you're you allergic. Well, you find out though, but you find out before you even, you know what I mean? Before you can fall in love, like aren't you having sex? Right. I need to have sex before I can be in love with someone. Like I need to know <laughs> what's going on in that department between us. Right. And I have had this. I had a boyfriend once or a guy that I was kind of seeing. And every time we had sex, it was a situation. Oh, yeah. what, wait, what kind of situation? Like I would just have an allergic reaction oh. to him. Like I get, you know, so I was like, oh, this can't, I can't continue to have sex with this guy. Like I'm allergic to whatever is inside your semen or whatever bodily fluid we're exchanging. Right. Well, that's the whole thing is like, if you wait to have sex to get married, it's like, oh, you're fucked. Like if you oh. can't experience that No, no, before. no, no, that's not fair. That's not fair. What <laughs> you if he has a little that? Vienna sausage for a penis? You have to know in advance. <laughs> I mean, that's that a choice. Fair. <laughs> you can't be for, but I, by the way, if you're getting married as a virgin, I'm sure someone's forcing you to do that. So, right. you know, right. not many people are doing that these days. No. no. They, yeah. For I, good reason. Yeah. It's like, yeah. For, for me, I agree with you. I just saw a statistic that penises have gotten longer by like 24%. There's some fact on Instagram. What? what? Yes. My you son guys? has a really long penis. I'm not going to lie. Am I allowed to say that? It's really Wait, you're long. a four-year-old? That must be some sort of evolutionary development if penises are getting longer. I'm going to find this this uh, fact for you guys because I read it and I was like, is that possible? So, okay. they they, so they can attack us from farther away. <laughs> <laughs> they have better aim now. Right? Studies show that the average human penis length has increased 24% over the course of 29 years. What is well? What's happened to our vagina? Has anything changed there? <laughs> that I don't know. But it we're was... so they're sewing themselves shut. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's an evolutionary development. Oh yeah. my gosh, that's so interesting. I wonder what's happening. I believe deep down, evolutionarily, men will someday be able to conceive because what else? You know, as as we women become more and more independent, like, and they decide more often and frequently that they don't want children, like. What is going to be the use of men if not to procreate? Right. So something's going to happen. I don't know what, but hopefully we'll see the tables reversed. Yeah. You know, maybe men will have to give birth because women are so prevalent <laughs> in the workforce. <laughs> that would be awesome. Out of their, they cut them out. Right. Meanwhile, like, every one of them hole. would die during childbirth. Yeah. <laughs> every man would be like, what? Excuse me? Have you seen those things where they put those contraction yeah. things on men when they have to feel what it feels like and they cannot even take it at like a level two? No, they can't make it past period cramp. Oh, They okay. can't make it. They're like, I'm dying. Turn it off. And they're like, you're just at period cramps. Like, <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's not surprising, right? Yeah. No, not we surprising. We have to go through a lot. My friend just had a baby and she almost died during <gasps> her childbirth. Like, She's so traumatized. She needs like a childbirth trauma therapist. Yeah. So it's pretty scary that in this day and age at the best hospitals that can still happen. It makes you understand why so many women, you know, did die during childbirth. Right. Yep. yep. It's so true. I think I would have been one of those women. Speaking of childbirth, I love everything you do about not having children. Oh my God. We're both moms. But when I see it, I'm like, She's fucking right. She's <laughs> on to something. Like when you're like, I get to wake up in the morning and I get to do what yeah. I want. And I'm like, more people need to advocate for not having children. <laughs> yeah. Well, they need to advocate for making sure you know what you're doing when right? you are having a child, not being on the fence about it. You know, it's just so ridiculous. These kids having kids and and then we, we were forced to bring children into the world now with, through government, like the, the the political party that doesn't want any government interference. It's like, what? 
I what mean, are you talking about? I know. And then we don't even protect them when they get here. You know, these school shootings and yep. just guns and the country that supports guns. It's, it's so gross. So, yeah, and nobody should be talking about anything. I heard, though, through the grapevine that uh, Tucker Carlson and his oh. one of his conservative guests were ripping me apart yep. saying that I'm a miserable, unhappy person who's been lied to about living a life of fulfillment without children. And uh, someone sent me the clip. Yep. And then he goes, oh, and taking a half a bottle of Xanax a day. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, not far off, but it's way more than that, buddy. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, it's just so ridiculous that these men think we, we they know what is best for us. It's oh my so God. stupid. No, I saw that this morning. My friend didn't even know we were talking to you and sent it to me, the unrelated, this morning. And I was like, oh my God, we're talking to Chelsea. And I could not believe this fucking interview. It was, it was so. I know. Uh, he's like, oh, a tumbleweed going. I don't even know what the fuck he was talking about. It was so ridiculous. And I, I was, I'm happy you said something because I was yeah. like, I can't wait to hear Chelsea's opinion on this one. <laughs> yeah, I guess I'll have to publicly respond. I'll whip that up after this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My 80 year old mom heard about it and was like, she's so kind and so sweet and so amazing. And she's like, I just want to slap him in his dumb face. <laughs> and I was like, all right. Yeah, he's pretty gross. Yeah. Oh, disgusting. Yeah. Disgusting. Um, so, you know, you've been pretty open about relationship, everything. Yeah, everything. <laughs> relationships in general and break up with your last relationship and and all of that. And I have to tell you, so I was reading something where you talked about not willing to, you know, compromise who you are or or you know, change yourself. You said something like, oh, if I was in my 20s, maybe I would have been more open to adhering to whatever it is you guys were disagreeing on or, or being something else. And I just have to tell you, like, I relate to that so much now being in my 40s and dating and looking at it like, you know what? This isn't right for me. Or I don't want to change this about me or that this isn't meeting a need. And for the first time in my life, the last person I dated, I decided that it wasn't for me. And I just, when I was reading that you I don't, I'm not saying that you did that exactly, but s something similar where you were like, I'm going to stay true to myself, which I think is awesome. So it brings up the whole red flag conversation. Mm. We have been talking about it a lot because I think there's a lot of red flags that come up that you don't tell your friends, you don't tell anyone about. Yeah, 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 definitely. That you just take note of. But then after the fact, you're like, oh, shit. And then it all comes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there are a lot out. of. There are a lot of red flags, but you know, when you're like falling in love, like you're not thinking about any of that stuff. You're, mm -mm. yeah, of course, we're making excuses or being like, oh, that's just until this person gets comfortable, like mm -hmm. whatever the issue may be, whether it's possessiveness or insecurity or whatever, neediness. I don't know, all the things that come up when you're in a like love relationship. Uh, yeah, you just kind of couch it all. But there comes a time where like, you know, and that time becomes shorter and shorter as an adult where you can recognize exactly what is happening and whether something is workable or unworkable, mm -hmm. you know? Right. Mm -hmm. But that's also the difference between red flags and deal breakers because I think that we have those things that we know, okay, here's my line in the sand, right? Like uh -huh. we know are deal breakers that we wouldn't consciously put up with but i think the red but if we put up with enough red flags that becomes that turns into what is the deal breaker mm -hmm. totally totally and have your red flags changed over the years like when you were younger were certain things glaringly obvious and you ignored them or like has it changed like i know my red flags as i got older changed yeah i mean i'm more aware of everything now like little 
micro things that what I wouldn't have been tuned into when I was younger. Of course, I'm now like, wait a second. No, that's not going to be okay with me. I'm also like, I'm just, I don't have a problem with being by myself. Like I, right. I, I'm into it. So like, you're not going to convince me that it's going to be bad. Whereas when I was younger, I would be scared to be alone mm-hmm. yeah. or and not, not alone, but out of the relationship. Like, oh, what's the aftermath going to be? I would just be as so scared of the ending of a relationship mm-hmm. because it's so painful yeah. and the like the missing and the loss and all of that. I didn't like that aspect. So I would just kind of like avoid that because that was like the crash and burn. Now, as I've gotten older, it's like, that's okay. That's That doesn't have to be like that. A breakup doesn't have to be a crash and burn. It just is a separation and just, you know, handle yourself with a plum and then you'll get through it. And it happens much more quickly as we get older we just don't sit in things for as long because you know that's just a sign of not evolving i think yeah but that's so so we would hope people don't but not everybody is as conscious and willing to look at their side of it and like i think that the more people show up and learn their patterns learn what their side of it is learn what they want then they can face it and move on a lot faster cuz they have that muscle memory right but what gave you that is it just experience? Um, experience, or? I think. I mean, experience, I guess. Yeah, more being more mature and understanding myself more, like knowing that I do have boundaries that I didn't have to necessarily be explicit about before or people would, you know, cross over those boundaries. I mean, I had no boundaries for a long time. Like mm. I was boundaryless, and I kind of, you know, exuded that as well when in a relationship. But I was in some, like I was in a very unhealthy relationship for like, two years on and off when I was in my 30s, that was like, when I think about the that version of myself, I think, oh God, what yeah. were you? <laughs> you were so not grounded. Like you were up in the clouds and not paying attention to anything or any of your intuition. Yep. Um, even though the intuition was there, but I was just, you know, putting it away. Like, no, 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 I can do this. Or So uh, now it's just a different story because as we all know, you know, the older we get, the less likely we are to put up with any bullshit. Mm -hmm. And I'm already have a very like small bullshit like (laughs) parameter or like I hate that. I hate fake. I hate being fake. I hate when people are kissing my ass. I don't like any of that. Right. So I have a short fuse for that to begin with. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. So, okay, let me ask you this. What about like age parameters? Because that kind of brings up, you know, do you feel like and have you dated someone like much younger? And has that because, you know, when we're talking about when you're younger, you don't have boundaries or whatever. Do you notice that in younger men? I don't date. I mean, I don't think I've dated. Everyone I date is in their 50s. When I was in my 20s, I dated a 50 year old. When I was in my (laughs) 30s, I dated two 50 year olds. And when I was in my 40s, I dated two 50 year olds. So no matter what age I am, everyone's in their 50s. I'm not a teenager. I know. It's like the opposite of Leo DiCaprio. Um, I I don't know why, but I've just always been attracted to older men, you know? Like, that's just my thing. Probably a combination of daddy issues and also (laughs) I'm, you know, more mature. Like, you know, I like a guy that's more mature. Right. I do too. I find it attractive, like, the older a man gets, the more distinguished, the hotter it is to me. Well, Young yeah, but not like, too old. Don't get carried away. You know what <laughs> I mean? But we're still, a, I'm, I'm still an ageist. So it yeah. has to be like, there's a 50. cap. There's a cap. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I wonder, you know. I, yes, I agree. Do you completely. wonder, Rachel? I wonder. Or do you dabble? I dabble. Oh, God. Yeah, I have dabbled, but we don't need to go there. 
Broad Ideas is supported by Magic Spoon. Growing up cereal was one of the best parts of being a kid. But as I got older, I had to watch out for sugar and empty carbs. Magic Spoon has the amazing flavors you love, but high protein and less sugar. What's your favorite Magic Spoon? My favorite is the Fruity. It reminds me of my favorite childhood cereal. I love the peanut butter. You do? Yeah. I do. Yeah? I'm going to try that next. Variety Pack. Four flavors are cocoa, fruity, frosted, and peanut butter. This pack has zero grams of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein, and four to five net grams of carbs. Only 140 calories a serving. It's high protein, has zero grams of sugar, keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, and soy-free. Go to magicspoon.com slash ideas to grab a variety pack and try it today. And be sure to use our promo code ideas at checkout to save $5 off your order. And Magic Spoon is so confident in their product, it's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money, no questions asked. Remember, get your next delicious bowl of high-protein cereal at magicspoon.com slash ideas and use the code ideas to save $5 off. Thank you, Magic Spoon, for sponsoring this episode. Broad Ideas is supported by Base. Size matters. But as they say, it's not just the size of the boat, it's the motion of the ocean. With my Base Weekender bag, there's room for everything with hyperfunctional and chic designs. You've got all the nooks and crannies and even some surprise space to effortlessly fit it all in so you don't have to settle for anything less. I love that it has the separate compartment underneath that you can zip and unzip for shoes or anything else, really. Are you bringing your Base to ski this weekend? It's all about that Base. I am. Base was created by actress Shay Mitchell to make sleek and affordable bags, luggage, and accessories designed to help you travel effortlessly while still looking fashionable. Base has thought of everything you could ever want in a piece of luggage. 360-degree gliding wheels, a cushioned handle, built-in weight indicator, washable bags for your dirty clothes, and all the interior pockets you need to keep organized. Their luggage comes in multiple sizes and colors, and for shorter trips, the Weekender bag is super functional and even has a place to store your shoes separately. Like that's I what said, you're bringing. that's what I'm doing. Whether you're packing for a quick trip or looking to breeze through the security line, Base has your personal items covered. Right now, Base is offering our listeners 15% off your first purchase by visiting basetravel.com slash ideas. Go to basetravel.com slash ideas for 15% off your first purchase. That's B-E-I-S travel.com slash ideas. But Rachel, are you single right now? Yes, yes. Oh, you are? Okay, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it. No, got I it. am single. I'm getting pressured to like go on Raya and I have, are you, are you openly yeah, on, I'm on Raya? Yeah, I'm on Raya. How is, yeah, that? How is it? I mean, it yields better results than I would imagine. Well, I'm not on other dating sites. I'm only on that. But I, it, it seems to me like I've never met a guy in a city that wasn't acceptable. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. so it's. It's a good barometer of like and a, a, like a level of people that you're going to get that are like, you know, not rapists or murderers or some <laughs> lunatic. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's a little bit of a screening process. So that helps. For I sure. love that you said in cities because it's like, no yeah, well, when what, I go I to different that. cities, yeah. I'm like, OK, I, I don't want anyone really at my house in L.A. You know what I mean? I'd rather <laughs> like bounce around and have my little things going. Yeah. I, I was asking Rachel, I'm like, okay, so if Chelsea is on Raya, like, what would your pictures even be? You're like, other, I'm, oh, my, I'm just like, I'm fucking Chelsea Handler, right? <laughs> like, I have no idea. My cousin put together my profile, like, I don't know, six or seven years ago when Raya started, and it's been the same pictures ever since. My song is 
Ride Ride My Pony by Genuine. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my god, oh, I uh, love that. But the so pictures much. are pretty stupid, as you can imagine. I've seen them, and they're pretty stupid. Okay, like, good. You know. Yeah, good. but I just but being on there, like you're, you know, you are Chelsea Handler. So imagine like guys. But I get you're right. There is a screening process, so they're not complete. Yeah, and there's other famous people on it. You'll see. I mean, there's lots. It's a, like a merry-go-round of people. You're like, I've already been through this group of men. When, when is, am I going to get a next batch? You know? Oh but, my gosh. I mean, it's something. It's good to flirt, you know, even if it doesn't materialize into anything. Sometimes we just need to do that to be flirting with someone. Right. Yeah, just like that, even the text exchange or whatever it is. I mean, I could I could get behind that, Do I guess. you like dating? Uh, not really. You know, yeah. I'm more of like a relationship person. Like when I meet someone, I'm into them and then we're in a relationship. I'm not a huge dater. Um, so, yeah, it's hard when you're not interested in someone. You know what I mean? Like then when I'm interested in someone, I'm all about it. But yeah. when I have no one in my life, I enjoy that time alone. <laughs> I get it. It's nice to be untethered. Do you know what I mean? I can do whatever the fuck I want whenever I want without consulting anyone. Like, I, 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 I'm I, enjoying that. And I know it won't last forever because there's always another relationship around the corner. Yeah. Yeah. I know. That's how I feel when my daughter is with her dad, like, for a night, a Saturday night. I'm like, I don't want to go out. I want to lay in bed and I want to watch TV and probably smoke yes. weed. You know, like, exactly. do whatever. That's exactly. Sometimes I want to spend the whole day doing that. <laughs> yeah. But I feel like, too, just to play devil's advocate on the other side of that, hopefully when you are in a partnership, you're going to want to do the same things. So mm. like my favorite thing is when my husband and I do nothing but together, you know, mm. like I don't want to always be doing, I want to be silent or I want to watch something like, and I want him to be silent too and watch <laughs> something or do whatever. And you don't feel that need to entertain each other. And it's just kind of like, yeah, they allow you independence, right? Yeah. Like you don't have to be tethered in that way. Right. Well, but I mean, if you're watching TV together, you're not really being independent, right? You're just being quiet. <laughs> you're just being quiet. <laughs> you're just right, watching quiet. TV. You're Independence, right. I think, we imply something else. But yeah, I get separate your point. Rooms. Separate, yeah. separate well, rooms. Separate rooms. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> separate rooms, separate, separate beds, separate houses. No. <laughs> yeah, I think that's also being comfortable. Silent is also a huge thing in a relationship, like when you can do that and not have to talk and it doesn't matter. That's like friendships too. Any relationship yeah. also. Right? You know? Yes. yes. Just like not talk. Like small talk <laughs> is like, I'm not into it. Oh, God. I know. And that's when you know. It's real. <laughs> I'd rather I'd rather die. Um, You've oh, yeah. Yeah. So one of the things that I find really fascinating was your experience with um, plant medicine. Mm. Mm. Really like curious what brought you to that. And like, obviously, I know from watching, you know, the special, but like, what called you to that? And what I really want to know is, have you seen it change anything in your life? Yeah. I mean, it definitely changed my relationship with my sister. I went in there thinking it was going to be about my brother who had died or my mom who had passed away. And it wasn't. It was all about my older sister, one of my older sisters. And we had a, had a contentious relationship growing up. And it was just about me not judging her. And it just was like a, this phantasmagoria of images on my iPod, like an iPod shuffle. Like, remember those? And mm -hmm, it was just mm -hmm. like images from our childhood of all of the memories we had spent together growing up in the summers on Martha's Vineyard and like running through the beach, holding hands, like tipping each other over in kayaks, like all these 
suppressed memories I had were coming to the surface because they were all real, like all things that had happened. The, my childhood dog was there, who I'd forgotten about. Oh my we were in the same bathing suits that we really wore. And it was just this voice saying, like, stop judging your sister. She's not like you. She doesn't want to, you know, the, a big life. And she doesn't want all of these things. And she she's happy living a, a simpler life. Like, I, I always was just like, Why, you're so lazy. Come on. Like, let's get motivated. But she's not like that. She's just not interested in the things that I'm interested in. So it was a definite defining moment in terms of, like, it, an epiphany. It was had. And and she definitely noticed a difference in my behavior towards her after that because I was like, oh, I didn't tell her what had happened on the ayahuasca trip. Right. She saw it when it came out on Netflix and was like, oh, my God, I totally have seen a difference <laughs> since you had that moment. And I was like, yeah. She's like, why didn't you tell me about that moment? And I was like, you know, because I'm a bitch. And I was like, fuck, you know, I realized I was being basically being told during my ayahuasca ceremony to be less of a bitch. So I decided, OK, <laughs> let me employ that. And and it did change our relationship. Wow. That's wild. I love that you went in with one intention, like mom or brother, and it was something completely different that was actually more practical to life on life's terms today. Right. Yeah. I mean, it was it was I did. I don't know if I even went at the first night I did it. I had two friends there and they had a really strong kind of negative reaction initially. So that took me out of my trip. I just oh. I had to like be there for them. So then when I the next night, the shaman's like you by yourself, only one camera. And I was shooting this for a Netflix special. I wouldn't have been attracted to doing this without having, you know, been on camera. Like I, I, I was just trying to have an experiential time that the mm -hmm. viewers could also experience something right. with. So I wanted to do something I'd never done before. Um, but I would, yeah, I'm not like, it was amazing and great, but I have no desire to do it again. Right. My mm. friends are always like, oh, let's do another sit with a whole group. And I'm just like, no, no. <laughs> I'm good. Like, I, I got something out of it. I'm going to like, let it, you know, let it ride like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I feel like I would feel like that too, because I'd also just be scared that it could go south the second time. <laughs> like, like a bad negative trip. I don't know, but that's my own negativity, I guess. Right, fear. <laughs> right. Well, you definitely can't go in it being fearful. Like, right. that's no good. Like, my friend up here in Whistler, I'm in Whistler right now, does all these mushrooms, psilocybin yeah. and uh -huh. ketamine sits. And she's trying to convince me to do five grams of mushrooms and to like, you know, it takes, it's like an ego killer. Like, you go to a place that you are not even in your body. And I'm like, honestly... Five years ago, I would have been down with this. But now I'm like, that just gives me diarrhea thinking about that. You know, like, I, I'm like, I don't think I want five grams of mushrooms. And she's like, you don't understand. You're going to love it. I'm like, but what if I don't? Like, what if right. I have a terrible? And I've never felt like this about drugs. And I'm like, OK, well, you definitely can't go do it if you feel that way about it. No, not at all. It happened to me at Disneyland. I stupidly took mushrooms and I got stuck on Pirates of the Caribbean and I like almost shit my pants. So it was the same. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> that wasn't <laughs> spiritual. No. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> Being on a roller coaster isn't, isn't no, quite No, or the stuck experience. with like Johnny Depp and the boat doesn't move and you're just stuck there, which feels like five hours. It was not. <laughs> <laughs> I was ready to jump ship. So I can relate to the, the feeling. Okay, so we have some questions that we want to go through if you're down. <laughs> Not down. <laughs> All right, what's your weirdest turn on? Um, I don't know weirdest, but there are certain parts of a body, a man's body that I really like. Like 
the, their hamstrings, like when they're sitting in a chair and you can see like the muscle in their hamstrings. Yeah. I love that. Yep. I love when you can see like a cut around their waist because yeah. they're like ripped, but not ripped, ripped. I don't like that. I just like when it's natural. You know, I don't want someone that's like working out too hard, but I also want them to be ripped. You want them, you want them good and perfect. <laughs> but certain body parts like hands, you know, neck, like I get turned on by things like that. I love those like little cuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking I like when bones. a man has like a really strong neck you know oh. like i love that yeah how do you feel about like neck tattoos no oh definitely see, i not. find it very hot you what do? about you yeah i don't know oh I you mean, do i do oh. i do <laughs> i guess like, i find I it know. attractive i don't know it's weird <laughs> okay if you could only watch one movie for the rest of your life what would you pick oh i guess jaws i love jaws that's a good movie <laughs> <laughs> that would be like yeah that'd be intense well, well, I grew up in Martha's Vineyard, which is where they filmed it. I was going to say. Yeah. yeah. And so we have a close relationship with that movie and we love it because we <laughs> saw that shark in the water when it was being filmed. Well, I didn't because I was born after that movie. But my brothers and sisters saw the shark Bruce going back and forth in Kataba Bay. Um, and so they didn't go in the water for like 10 years after that movie <laughs> came out. Yeah, it's scary. Yeah. I wouldn't either. It was my turn. Yeah. Okay. What's the most embarrassing thing? you've done to someone else oh i mean showing up at my ex-boyfriend's apartment like <laughs> the day after we broke up or another ex-boyfriend driving by his apartment seeing him with a girl after we had broken up and then making some stupid excuse to knock on his door and like come over at that time because i was you know looking for my invisalign or something <laughs> that was pretty embarrassing that was embarrassing because he knew as soon as i was doing that what i was doing and i knew that he knew what i was doing so there was no mystique or even belief that anyone was getting away with it the good old <laughs> i left my invisalign at your oh, house I love i've it. also used that line to get out of a one like uh, out of a hookup like if i'm hooking up i remember hooking up with this guy and like i couldn't go through with it i was like no no this isn't gonna work probably because of the vienna sausage that i mentioned earlier right <laughs> and i i was like i have to go to my car i can't sleep here without my invisalign and yeah, I left and never came back. So Invisalign is a great, ex it's also a great <laughs> excuse to use because it's invisible. So they're really hard to find. Do oh, you actually wear one though? Yeah, sometimes okay. when I sleep on my bottom teeth. No, okay, I love it if you were like, no. I never, like, ne never touched the thing. No, I've never had it. <laughs> uh, if you had a dick for a day, what would you do with it? Keep it in its pants. <laughs> awesome. Love that. Just all day. In the yes. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Not even yeah, not even taking it out to go to the bathroom. Just pissing. just letting it sit and understand <laughs> what being in the in the cover of dark means. <laughs> All right, what are your uh deal breakers in a relationship? Oh, jealousy. Um uh, like cheating. Uh what else? Nas like mean to waiters. I could never oh, be worse. like yeah. with somebody like that. Uh, yeah, and just like um, if they smell like I, I can't I, like unhygienic. I'm very grossed out by that. What yeah. if a dude has just like really strong bo, but it's his smell? It's not necessarily pleasant, and they are clean. What do you do in that situation? Sounds well, that's, specific. It depends if I like that smell. Like it depends. You know, sometimes you like those smells, and sometimes you don't. But if you don't, I am very hypersensitive to smell and to sound. It's called hyperacusis for sound. I don't know what it's called for smell, but yeah, I can't. I did once have an affair with this guy. It's not an affair. I mean, we were both single, but like a love, like relationship with a guy who had a very strong scent that I did not like. Right. And eventually I just had to, you know, 
That's pheromones, too. Our pheromones don't match up. Yeah, but I told him the truth. I said, listen, there's just a strong (laughs) odor that's coming from you. (laughs) And I don't know if you have candida or what, but I'm out, ski-doodle. Oh, my. What about halitosis? No. I can't even (laughs) forgive that from somebody I'm not having sex with. I I remember people who had bad breath six years ago. Like, that's how (laughs) intense my sense of smell is. I don't want to smell your breath, ever. Right. And if I do and it's bad, that's a big, I will never forget. Oh, yeah. I'm with you 100%. (laughs) Have you ever had someone on a date be a dick to a waiter or service? Do you just leave people in general? No, but I've been around people like that. And it's like, oh, it's unforgivable. Unforgivable. I am with you. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Didn't you start as a waitress? Like, didn't you wait tables? Where did you wait tables? Everywhere that I got, everywhere. I mean, I waited so many places because I got fired so often that I had to (laughs) just keep... I circled the area. I worked at Chaya Venice. That was oh. when I, that was open. Roasty Montana. I worked there for oh my, oh my god, yes, uh, a bunch of places. I, a lot of places I worked at for one day. They would fire me like the day I started. Were you good <laughs> at all, or were you just like I don't give a fuck? Like I wasn't going to take a test for like about the menu. So anytime that (laughs) came up when restaurants were like, hey, we need you to take a test about them. I'm like, I'm not doing that. Like I can deliver food and take orders, but I'm not going to have a great attitude about it. And it's just going to be a transaction. And so, yeah, that didn't work out great. But I mean, I survived for like six or seven years waiting tables. So I just kept showing up at different places, you know, hoping to make a new impression. <laughs> Isn't it odd? But, but I feel like everyone should do it so that they know how to treat people. Yeah, it should be mandatory, like six months. Before you have sex, you should wait tables for six months. And <laughs> That's then, right. And then just, you know, like, because people are really, really obnoxious. People don't look you in the eye. They don't respect you. They order you around. And it makes you really understand, like, I don't think I, I, I'm i always so conscious about how I treat staff. You know uh-huh. what I mean? Like, I can't believe people just go in there and do that. Can't Even believe my own it. father. I waited on my own father. And he was <laughs> he didn't even tip me. What? I was like, Dad, that's you can't do that. He's like, you're my daughter. I'm not tipping you. I'm like, no, Dad, you do that all the time. Like, my dad was really cheap. He would, like, flirt with the waitresses and then just leave them a shitty tip. I'm like, that's gross, Dad. Oh, right. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, intergenerational trauma. I'm breaking You're healing it. it. You're healing I'm it. I'm healing the world with my friendliness towards the servers. <laughs> Same. I'm, like, overboard. I over-tip. I mean, from being a waitress myself for many years, I'm like, if anyone is even remotely rude, I'm done with them as mm-hmm. a human. Yeah, just yeah. Like, I not, agree with that. You're not okay. How do you feel about putting shopping carts back where they go, though? Oh, I, it's a good question. I mean, in Whistler, I do my grocery shopping here. I don't do it in L.A., so it's funny when you see me grocery shop because I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. <laughs> and I, I, all I do is buy liquid. I just buy tons of just different drinks and think that that's all I'll need when I get home. Um, <laughs> But I do always return the grocery cart because I just feel like someone's always watching me. So like half of my good deeds are just because I'm like, is God watching? Like, is my dead brother watching? I just want to be a good Samaritan. You know what I mean? I don't want to cause any trouble. But there are times where like, you know, I hate putting money in a meter. So I just refuse to do that. And I'd rather like almost rather get the ticket because I just don't want to deal with like, you know, a whole parking situation. So that doesn't really line up with the shopping cart thing, but it's somehow analogous. Yeah. Yeah. But you're still, yeah. The the good news about that is you're still paying because you're going to get a ticket. So it's not yeah, like you're like actually helping the city the out, system. actually. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, funding, I'm funding the city, the municipality. It's actually very generous. <laughs> Thank you.
Broad Ideas is supported by Factor. Power up for springtime with Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit. Get nutritious chef-prepared meals delivered straight to your door, leaving you time and energy to tackle everything on your to-do list. What's something you wish you had more time for, Rachel? I wish I had more time for cooking and cleaning and organizing food, but you know what? Factor has my back. Want to cut back on takeout? Yes, I do. Get Factor instead. Not only is Factor cheaper than takeout, but meals are ready faster than restaurant delivery in just two minutes. We order so much takeout here. We do. So much. That's why Factor is coming to our rescue. Put the time and money you save towards planning activities for when the weather warms up. Eating veggie or vegan is a snap with Factor. Because each meal is prepared by chefs and approved by dietitians. You know that your Factor meal has all of the ingredients you want and nothing you don't. And if you're looking to mix it up, you can add a protein to select vegan plus veggie meals each week. Get Factor and enjoy eating without the hassle. Simply choose your meals and enjoy fresh flavor-packed meals delivered to your door. Ready in just two minutes. No prep, no mess. Head to factormeals.com slash ideas50 and use code ideas50 to get 50% off your first box. That's code ideas50 at factormeals.com slash ideas50 to get 50% off your first box. Broad Ideas is supported by Blissey. Who knew that a better pillowcase is all you need for better sleep? Let's talk about practicing self-care while you sleep. Set yourself up with better sleep with Blissey's award-winning 100% mulberry silk pillowcases. Seriously. Silk is what's best for your hair and skin. It reduces frizz, tangles, and prevents breakage. That's because it keeps the moisture in your hair and keeps your skincare products and natural moisture on your skin, while cotton literally absorbs it off of your face. You can say goodbye to wrinkles, dry, flaky, and red skin in the morning and wake up with healthier and shinier hair that won't take you an hour to fix. Blissies are also temperature regulating because silk has naturally insulating properties, so if you overheat while you sleep, this is for you. My hair loves the Blissey pillowcases. And my daughter, who is using the other one because it comes in a pair. And you sleep in the same bed. And we sleep in the same bed. She normally has the naughtiest, most tangled hair. It's always a battle in the morning. She is waking up tangle-free. I should get one for Calvin because his you hair should is use it too. No, you should get one for Calvin. Insane. Yeah, it's a real thing. Blissey pillowcases are made of 100% mulberry silk, which is naturally hypoallergenic, so you can sleep more comfortably without itching or rashes. And unlike other silk pillowcases, these are of the highest quality silk and are machine washable and durable. Try now risk-free for 60 nights at blissey.com slash Rachel and get an additional 30% off. That's B-L-I-S-S-Y dot com slash Rachel. Okay, tell us about your worst one night stand. Oh, there were so many. I wrote a whole book. I wrote a whole book about it called My Horizontal Life, A Collection of One Night Stands. That was my first book. Yeah. <laughs> and there were some in there that were pretty bad. Uh, uh, I mean... I once walked in a walk of shame in like an M&M costume after Halloween. So that was pretty <laughs> horrifying. Like in Santa Monica, I was walking home from this guy's house and all I had was this huge green M&M costume to wear and the tights. So that was that was bad. And then I ended up back at that guy's house three years later. He was hooking up with my girlfriend and I'm in this guy's apartment and I'm like, you know, Santa Monica, all the apartments are kind of the same. And you're, I was like, huh, this apartment seems familiar. And then I'm like, all apartments, it all feels like three's company, right? Those right. one bedroom yeah, yeah. apartments or two bedroom. And then finally I was like, 
no, I fit in this apartment. And then this guy brought out hashish and I knew. I was like, I know you. I hooked up with you three years ago. Oh, my God. And he was like, oh, my God. And my friend was hooking up with him. And I was like, what a full circle moment. Oh, my God. That's a good one. Did you have any good walk of shames? I don't know. I did have one when I had a boyfriend and I wasn't supposed to be out. And I ran it in Santa Monica. It made me think of it. I ran into his friend outside of a diner going to a party when I was supposed to be home and I got busted. That's not that's not a walk of shame, but that's just like a you got caught. That's just a story. <laughs> that's just something she wanted totally us unrelated, to know. totally unrelated and I just felt like sharing. Um, okay, so you're going on a ski vacation with three close friends. Who are you bringing? And pick people that maybe people know. Who do I want to ski with? <laughs> First of all, they need to be able to ski. Right. So uh, Lindsey Vaughn, I'd go with Lindsey. Okay. And Michaela Schifrin. That would be fun because I would learn something. And then my ski buddy from up here, Kelly. She's my ski guide up here. So she's <laughs> she was a ski racer and she's taught me how to ski better than I did before. So I guess those three. Okay. Well, here's the second part. I have to have sex with one of them? No. There's an avalanche and you all get trapped in your cabin. Who would you eat first? Oh, God, I don't think I could eat somebody, honestly. <laughs> I guess whoever had the most meat on them. I feel like that's fair. Yeah, I guess who, I, but I really don't think I could eat someone. I would rather just kill myself. Like, if there's any chance of me dying, I would just end it as quickly as possible. Yeah. I don't want to fight for my life. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm the same. I'm like, it's time to go. Yeah, I'm not going to put up a fight. It's like, if, you know, <laughs> if these Republicans get me one day, good for them. I don't care. I'm just like, right. whatever. <laughs> yeah. So in any in any situation, you're like, I'm just, that's it for me. What would you do? Would you eat them? No. The only reason I would eat someone is... I couldn't. I, you couldn't, though. I don't even think you could do it. Like, you, it takes... First of all, you have to probably be a man to eat, eat another person. <laughs> True. I don't think a woman could do it. I definitely couldn't do it. You I could, could do it? I could only do it if it meant, like, keeping my child alive or something. Like, I would maybe, do it for maybe, my kid. Yeah. I'd be like, all right, this bitch's thigh is going down. I'm going to eat I, it. Yeah, I mean, but, that, that's those, but those aren't the circumstances. Those are We're not, just in an you're avalanche. Just skiing. <laughs> you're just skiing yeah. and the Republicans are coming to get you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> On skis. On skis. <laughs> sounds appropriate. It sounds right. What is the strangest reason you've ever broken up with someone? The strangest reason? I've never, there's never been a strange reason. Oh, one guy's leg was too long and I was freaking, uh, that is a strange reason. Yeah, I remember dating this guy and he just had one leg that seemed longer than the other one. Like one splayed out and they weren't even. And then I had my assistant take a look at it. I was like, listen, I had left something at his house and my assistant went to go grab it. I go, while you're there, check out his legs. Like something's off. And he came back. He's like, I, I saw what you're talking about. One leg is longer. He's like, he's pretty hot, though. I'm like, I don't know about that leg. Oh so, God. yeah, that was the weirdest thing. And that wasn't the whole reason, but it was it was a co contributing factor. That's a big, that's a, that is a strange reason. What about you? Do you have one? A strange reason? No. Uh, I can't mean, ask these questions and not give her something back. Well. One arm longer. No, but like one of the. No, I was going to think of like a red flag thing. It's not It's not as strange, though. It's just, okay, but let me ask you. You're going to bed at night. You guys are in bed and you're watching something. And then he just turns it off when he's ready to go to sleep. No. Right? Right? No, that's not right. But that's not necessarily a red flag. That's just like, hey, asshole, you're not in charge <laughs> of the television. Don't right. do that again. Don't do that again. But you don't think it's a red flag? I feel like it's like, oh, you're a little self-involved. 
Well, you just say it right then, though. Like, yeah. that's a moment. To, that's something you could bring up right in the moment. Like, what are you doing? Right. Like, right. I had a boyfriend who was once eating food. There was, I guess, like calamari, let's say, on a plate. And, like, he was sorting around the food with his finger to pick the right piece of calamari and shoving the other ones. And I said, whoa, whoa. Like, we had been dating for a few months. I go, whoa, whoa, what's going on here? What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing fingering the calamari? Or whatever it was... I, I was like, you can't move food around because you're looking for the best one. You pick one, you touch one, and then you eat it. And he was like, oh. And I was like, did you not know that? <laughs> and he was like, no, I always do it. It's like a nervous. I go, well, you can't do that anymore. It's no. disgusting, and I won't stand for it. Yeah, we're so done that, with like, that. In moments like that with tiny infractions, I think it's best and most useful to raise the point in that moment. That is true. How would you feel about this? A friend of mine told me she was once giving a guy head and all of a sudden she heard crunching. And she <laughs> looked up and he was eating chips. No, he was that's, like, that's, that's a deal breaker. Right? I, Wait, that's that disgusting. Happened, that happened to me, but he was eating. He took a baguette and just bit it. <laughs> oh, oh. What? Yes. Oh, my God. Are you serious? I'm dead serious. I just. I once was having sex and went to grab my phone and then realized <laughs> what I was doing. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. You're so bored that you were about to check your phone. Oh, my God. That's so oh, good. That's Make sure I so good. Can you imagine like, looking up and finding someone scrolling on Instagram while they're having <laughs> sex with you? What were you grabbing it for? Who knows? Just, I was just like bored. Your phone. You were just, bored. Like, subconscious. You know how we're just addicted yeah. to our phones. Right. And you grab it without even thinking mindlessly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> just your go-to. <laughs> What's the lowest you've stooped to get back in the next? Oh, well, I was 21 and I had this British boyfriend. We broke up and then I went to his house the next night. I got really drunk, went out with my girlfriends and then went over there, you know, like you do when you're in your 20s. And I walked in and he had another girl over his apartment <gasps> and I was just horrified. Like it was the worst night. And uh, then my girlfriend went back the next day in Kita's car, got my things in Kita's car for me. And I was like, yeah. Yeah. And that was pretty, you know, dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Did he find out? Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. he saw her do it. She's like, that oh, is for saw Jossie. her do it. Oh. Yeah. 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 So he, yeah. But I mean, it was the night after we broke up. So I had, you know, I was pissed. Yeah. Really pissed. And young and drunk. Young, drunk, and ready to key. Yeah, exactly. I was like, listen, you're going to... And then I remember, I think years later, it's funny how ex-boyfriends always resurface. Don't you find that? Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. they're always coming around the mountain again. It doesn't matter how much time (laughs) has passed by. There's never been an ex of mine that has not gotten back in contact with me. Oh, wow. But yeah, that says a lot. Because there's people that don't have that experience. Oh, really? I, I just feel like men are so predictable. Like, once you're in a relationship with them and... I don't know. Yeah, maybe not everybody does have that experience. Did 50 Cent ever come back? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we've spoken since. I don't know if he came back. Uh, we spoke about something. But yeah, there's always a flirtation there. Yeah. You, I, I think he would be open to that. <laughs> I <laughs> feel like he'd be That so... reunification. Oh, my God, He'd be Chelsea. hard not to flirt with. Like, I can't imagine having a conversation <laughs> with him and not flirting. Yeah, he's very flirtatious. Yeah. And he's got like a twinkle in his eye. So yeah, it's easy to fall into. Yeah, completely. I mean, that that one song, what what is it? You know, the one, the main one. Find me. Is that his in the club? Yes. (laughs) 
I mean, in the club. Yeah. It's a fucking yeah. panty drop. Or that b- birthday song. The birthday, oh, that the birthday. birthday. Or is the same? It's like, you can find me in the club, bottle full of bubble, mama. Yeah. What you oh need. my God. See, that, then that's so just sexy. like sexy. It takes you to your yeah. 20s in the club. I don't know. But I loved it. I, I loved when uh, that was made public, Chelsea. <laughs> 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 uh, we all did. We all did. <laughs> we, I, I like that you two still support each other. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we do. <laughs> That's good. So are you friends with exes? Like, do you uh, say friends or do they just resurface? Or what are your thoughts on that? I mean, we're friendly. All my exes are fr- I'm friendly with. Not like hanging out friendly, but, you know, emails here and there when they see something or they send me an email. It's hard to ever take your exes seriously after you break up with them, I find. Like, once you get distance, you're like, oh, right. <laughs> so I don't know. Like, there's not much happening. We're not, you know. We're not besties, but we, right. we're on good terms. <laughs> I th- Yeah, I think it's good to be on good terms. Are there any that you're just on terrible terms with that you never want to hear from again? No, no. None? No. Wow, that's really good. Yeah. What about you, Miss Rachel? Well, I don't know. I don't think, I think I'm good. I think I'm fine. She doesn't remember anyone she's dated. I don't remember anything. Like, I don't even remember. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't remember. I don't even remember Dick sometimes. Like, I don't remember what it was like. Or, like, I know. Like, I remember the Do you the remember memorable. the person? This ish. She doesn't huh. even try and search for that. She just tries to remember their dick. Uh, well, that's, that's, I mean, it, that would be so insulting. If I were someone and I had sex with someone and they didn't remember me, I would be so insulted. Yeah. I just, but I don't remember anything in my defense. It's hard. I don't know, but I don't. I definitely don't remember sex with a lot of guys, and I think that's. I don't know what that's about. Maybe I block it. I, I block it out. Do you remember every sexual encounter you've ever had? No, no. I mean, probably this? not. I don't know. No. Some people do or might. I mean, I think I would remember everyone I had sex with, but you know what? I probably wouldn't either. There's probably been nights where I I don't remember who I had sex with. Yeah, yeah. I mean, here was my question. So in your special, you talk about the guy in the flip-flops, right? The captain hat. <laughs> yes. That's a real person who saw my special, by the way. Oh. I'm oh. glad. <laughs> Did he see your Pikachu? No. Okay. No. No, 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 Because afterwards, no. I was like to my husband, I'm like, I wonder if she actually fucked him. Well, I say that I didn't because I took his drugs and handed it out to all the women in the party yeah. in the special. So I definitely didn't have sex with Greg with two Gs. Oh. <laughs> but my favorite thing that you say is Pikachu. Like, I fucking every <laughs> single time. Where did that come from? It's a Pokemon. It's a family term. Uh, well, no, oh, no. It's a family term? It's a family term. It was way before the movie or Pokemon, the game or movie, whatever the fuck it is. People think I've been using that, Pikachu. No, we had Pikachu before that. We, we spell P-E-E. K-A-C-H-U, Pikachu. And then we have other words, like for boys' private parts, it was called uh, Bachuki. And then for, uh, <laughs> and then we had another name for vagina, which was Kaslapis, which is mu- much more vile <laughs> than Pikachu. It's a, lo- a lot less mellifluous. So I like to use Pikachu. But yeah, it's a family name. It's Got a it. family name. I knew it had to come from somewhere. I'm like, it's not the Pokemon character. I mean, that's where I No, went. no, it's not. But it's something that I've adopted because I like the way it sounds and it's fun to say. Because oh, I'll, good. I'm glad you're perpetuating it. Oh, yeah. Good. Thank you. <laughs> We're letting that one live. I like okay. it. Okay. Like, oh, with it that. hurt my Pikachu. You yeah. know, it just feels yeah. right. It's not Taco like... Carlson hurts my Pikachu. <laughs> <laughs> the sound of his voice hurts my Pikachu. <laughs> I feel like when he speaks, he hurts one Pikachu at a time. It's just like all know. our oh, Pikachu's clothes. And, and you know up. he's going to invite me on his show. 
I'm waiting for that invitation. Yeah. Oh, my God. Chelsea, that'd be my favorite conversation of all time. I <laughs> can't even imagine. I I also, you know, you, you spoke about the gun violence and also the abortion thing. Like, if you really look at everything that is going on, and, and I just love how vocal you are about all of it because it's absolutely preposterous. Could you date someone in a different political party? I would hope so. I mean, but probably not. I mean, <laughs> no, a different political party. Yeah, they could be an independent I mean, I just can't get, I mean, you know, I don't think I could date a Republican in the current atmosphere that we're in when the people like Marjorie Taylor Greene have been voted into office. Like, that's the party you stand behind. No, no. Yeah. I don't, I yeah. just don't see how it would work. And the guns, like the guns are the like, guns. I, I feel like it's so criminal, you know, like all these people supporting the NRA should be in jail. Like, yeah. it's basic, it's murder. Like, we're letting little children, innocent children die every single day. Because of a profit, I don't. I I can't for the like like the life of me understand how that is a political position. I can't yeah, either. No, don't you ever feel like you just woke up to like some weird ass dream where you're like, how can this be legal? That people are fighting for the right to shoot people is just fucking insane. Man. Like it makes absolutely no sense. It feels like a nightmare. Mm, yeah, it's pretty pretty pathetic as a country. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's absolutely pathetic as a country. And that's why you go to Whistler. <laughs> yeah, that's why I spend so much time in Canada. Yeah. I'm like, never mind. <laughs> How do you feel, though? Does it make you lose faith at all in humanity? Or do you feel like it's just that divided? Or do you kind of lose a little bit of no, faith I in mean, us? I think, I mean, yeah, it's pretty upsetting that so many people can vote against, you know, like human rights and stuff like that. So... Yeah, that's upsetting. But I have hope for the future. I think, you know, our the younger generations are just like so much smarter and so much more well-attuned and so much more tolerant of people with differences. Like it's not about skin color and whether you know you want to, you know, transition or be gay or marry a person that's gay. Like shut the fuck. Who cares what people are doing? Right. Like let people be free. That's what brings the best society together is when people pursue their right to happiness and freedom. Mm -hmm. Like, and that's when we get the best results from the people. So I want everyone here to be happy, not mad and angry or forcibly repressed, you know, having a man tell you that, you know, you, you can't transition or you can't change your body that you're unhappy with and you don't feel like is your own. I just can't stand, you know, I think that this new generation and probably a couple of generations are just much more understanding of the fact that people have different stuff going on just because you don't experience that doesn't mean it doesn't exist and you should be tolerant tolerant is the best thing that you can be with people who are different you know like that's the first step to being compassionate and then having empathy you know take the whole ride <laughs> but start with being more tolerant right yeah and what is the difference it's like okay you don't want me to change my body if someone wants to transition or whatever, but let's go ahead and cut open my chest and put some big titties in there and you're cool with that, right? Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, they love big titties. They love <laughs> big titties. Like, yeah, I don't understand what the what the difference is. They love big titties. They love big titties. So we play a game. We do play a game. At the end of our conversations. Fuck, Mary kill. Okay. Okay, we have Caesar Milan, David Spade, and Tristan Thompson. It's Tristan Thompson, The Bachelor. Oh, Tristan Thompson. It's, Chloe yes, Kardashian. Yes. Fuck, Mary kill. Okay, well, I'd marry David because he's funny. Um, <laughs> I fuck. 
Who's the other option? Caesar, Caesar Milan, Milan, the dog whisperer. Oh, well, I can't have sex with him, so I guess I'll kill him. <laughs> and then I'll have sex with Tristan. Yeah, that's that's my decision. That's That was easy, actually. Oh, that was easy. Okay. <laughs> um, okay, so you have a tour. You're going to go on tour. When is that yes, happening? Little Big Bitch Tour uh, yes. that I just announced. Uh, yeah, I'm going. We're announcing uh, Red Rocks. I'm playing Red Rocks in Colorado in the spring, and I have a bunch of dates. Yeah, so you can go to ChelseaHandler.com for Little Big Bitch tickets. Oh, I want to see it. I'm so excited. I think that's so awesome. And and Revolution, your Netflix special is so... Oh, my God. Wait, I didn't even say... My favorite part was when you were talking about Gary, the dog. Oh, oh Gary. Yeah. Poor Gary. <laughs> and how your other dogs, you're like, they just opened the door and let him out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dogs are like that. They oh fucking hate each other. They hate each other. I just had it's to like just... rivalry at its finest. Oh my God. At its finest. I just had to give a little shout out to Gary because that just killed me. Oh, thank you. Yes. <laughs> yes. Make sure everyone catches my revolution special. It's my favorite special for sure. It is brilliant. And I so appreciate your comedy and your openness and just how rad you are. Oh, thank you, girls. That's so sweet. No, and appreciate you talking with us. Okay, girls, thank you. Thank you so much. Have a great day. You too. You know those uncomfortable, yeah, so uncomfortable moments where you just start laughing at the most inopportune time and it always happens? I feel like there's something to that. Like it's like a nervous, no, you're not supposed to. And it makes it worse, obviously. And then it becomes like almost a thing. Everything triggers it. it yeah, ha- no so matter I, what. Yeah, my grandma's funeral, oh my God. we had it. And her, her like sister, who was in her like 90s, was sitting right next to us. <gasps> did she catch it? No, she didn't catch it. <laughs> I imagine were, if she did. <laughs> we were laughing couldn't stop and then like my brother went up to do a reading and he stumbled on a word <laughs> and we, that and then my sister went up to do a reading and her shoe fell off <laughs> oh my gosh what a real company of Man. errors huh what set you guys off though do you remember i don't even know what it was originally it might have been my brothers stumbling on a word yeah. guys so this weekend which will be the weekend that just passed <laughs> you know since Chelsea is an avid skier, my daughter is turning out to be, I'd say, probably a nice pro today. She's very good. I've never skied in my life. When I was younger, the cool thing was to snowboard, right? So I took up snowboarding. I guess it would have been like junior high or beginning of high school. Now, when I say I took up snowboarding, like I never got good at it. Like I could make it down the mountain, but I could never carve. You guys didn't really have... You had to go to like a mammoth. Mountain. Well, mammoth. No, no, but back in Chicago, like you could just go at the hill by your school. But that's not like snowboarding. Yeah, you could get a snowboard and practice on the hill. Like practice. Yeah, but you don't get to do that here because you don't have snow. Oh, is what I was saying. Okay. Like you could go to sled hill and practice snowboarding. Got it. I saw something. I got targeted on Instagram for some virtual. You should do that, but you'll get really good. Skied place you can go, and it, like, simulates. since not snow. <laughs> but anyway, so I haven't been on a snowboard in at least a decade, okay? Are you going to snowboard instead of skiing? I have never put skis on my feet. It'll, it's so much easier. That's what I keep saying. Everybody, I got a lot of opinions, and they were like, if you've never done it, and I, I can't, I don't have time to take a lesson. I have to go with it's Briar easy. down gonna the be, mountain. You're going to, like... 
be like, why didn't I do this? Yeah. If you can snowboard, you can ski. It's so much easier, I Rachel. didn't say I can snowboard. If you've snowboarded before, you'll be just as good at skiing. Better. Better. Yeah. It's easier. It's way snowboarding easier. Snowboarding is so much harder. But I've been the, snowboarding and I switched to skiing like halfway through the day and it was just like this is so much easier. But you easier had way. skied as a kid no, or something. No, no that was the I when I learned skied. how to when I was learning how to snowboard. I just kept like falling and I was like, "Fuck this!" This is so. I got to a point where I can make it down a mountain without falling. Then you'll be great on skis. You should ski. But I didn't think this was the time. It is. It is to learn. It is. Yeah. I have to be with my kid and take her down. Yeah, yeah it's, it's she easier. could teach you pizza, French fries. Pizza. Have you ever done it? Fra- skiing? Yeah. Yeah, I, I've had to do it with Jeff. And he taught me pizza, french fries. It's so, if you it's so stop, much easier. You just, you just go down like this the whole time, you're fine. Yeah, you're, are you doing black diamonds with her? You're doing like Fuck the Fuck yeah, lead. she's doing black diamonds. I guarantee you, my life, you're going to have a better experience. I've already committed to the snowboard, so that's, that's I need you guys stupid. to like not make me more anxious. Bad idea. Why is that a bad idea? If it's you the only so thing I've ever more, done. You have so much more control over Way skiing. more control. Yeah. So... I'm the sole parent on this trip. I am responsible. Then you should have you more have, control have over more yourself. You should have more control and it should be skis because you one, can at least Yeah, not walk. one board. You have two and two sticks. You're stuck in them. You can't move your feet like that. But I am of, I can make it down the mountain on a snowboard. You can make it down on skis then better, even having never done it. You're going to go down the bunny hill once. You'll get it. And you're 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 not doing black diamonds, right? You're gonna do like the more leisurely. Yeah. Then you'll be totally fine on skis. You have more control on skis. You have poles to like help you. I if, do think this. If is If it's serious. been a decade since you've snowboarded, it's stupid. You're gonna end up waddling around with a one leg and a board attached to you. You know what my biggest thing is? Getting off the fucking lift. I it's easier in skis. Way hate easier it. on skis. I hate getting off the lift. It is my least favorite thing. I already have anxiety <laughs> thinking about being on the lift and with my kids. So like I have to like, you know, she's even like, Mom, if I need help, can you help me off the lift? I'm like, of course I can. I'm like dreading it and super, super nervous. I need beta blockers. I think you need skis. Yeah, you need skis. <laughs> also and if poles. you, yeah. you need the yeah. poles. I'm like, sure I can change it. Th- oh, God. You can. But, okay, so the other mom who's going, my friend Terry, her daughter, like, they're skiing. She still snowboards. Her husband switched to skiing for the kids. Like, he's not snowboarding anymore. Well, just, he's always, he's telling her, like, it's selfish of you to snowboard. Like, you should be on skis, like, with the kids or whatever. But well, I, you should be on skis. Yeah, why would it? No, but I've never put skis on my feet before. Doesn't Ever. Matter. It doesn't, doesn't matter, matter, Rachel. You need to trust it us. It really doesn't matter. It really no. doesn't matter. I've done both. I've done both, too. You've snowboarded? Yes. When? I was horrible. Yeah, it's hard. Back in the day, it's it's really hard. It's Snowboarding a lot is harder hard. than I know. It's, it's hard, hard to balance at all. It's very hard. It's hard to fall over on skis. It you is? have two legs. And two I just think that balls. I'm going to go this way and like pull my groin no, no. or something. No, you just go like that with your feet. I'm telling you, if I can do it, I do believe that. <laughs> yeah. I did both. It's hard to fall on skis. I don't know about it being hard to fall on skis, but... Guys, but I have a big problem. I bought snowboarding, like a snowboarding outfit, not a ski one. What? 
Do you mean snow pants? <laughs> what are you talking about? Not snow pants. But... I mean, it's fine. Well, skiing is cuter. You have like tighter pants and like cuter Hello. things. And I didn't do that. You I bought look, the big overalls I look like a 13 year old boy. <laughs> oh, I didn't know there was a difference. Yeah, yeah there's I a know difference. What you're saying. Yeah, yeah. There's a difference. Yeah, I had an You've got like the Burton jacket. Yes. I look like a bro. That's cute. <laughs> Instead of the like little plaid little bunny. bunny outfit. Yeah. Yeah, I got I could have had a really Nicole was gonna give me a really cute outfit and I was like, nah, bruh. You know I'm what? I'm fucking shredding the mountain, bruh. She probably still could get you that outfit. <laughs> I leave in the morning. I know. Anyways. Yeah. That's the opinion skiing. I mean, I have to say, seeing Chelsea ski, like I'm like, fuck, that looks fun. She looks great. She's still only like 40% convinced right 100%. I'm only going to do whatever the fuck she wants anyways. I know. You know, I'll go back and forth another like 100 times. You guys, I bought these snowboard pants that are like 2001 low riders. I'm like, what the fuck is the point of this? First of all, I'm going to have snow falling into my pants. Every, it's a shit show. The whole thing. I sent Olivia a picture. My goggles arrived. Yep. And she's like, what is happening? She didn't even remember. I've told her a million times I have to go fucking snowboarding. I'm in denial. You're in denial. I'm in denial. I remember our friend Jill, like, for years, we've been, like, it's been a long time. We used to go with her parents in high school. Like, we would pretend to snowboard, whatever. We're like, we're fucking done. Like, never doing it again. I don't want to do it. And here I am. Yeah, you shouldn't. Yeah, you should ski. You absolutely should not. Okay. All right, I will she address does it. She does no, it. She's I'm, lower now than... No, that's not true. It's more my outfit than my... No, I'm just kidding. I'm totally kidding. <laughs> Wait, it doesn't even matter. No, I'm joking. No, I might... Sw- I think I'm, I'm strongly considering switch to skis if it's... I'm going to die less. 45%. If I'll die less, it's definitely appealing. There's a 45% chance that she'll switch. Yeah. Part of me is like, I kind of want to prove like, oh, I can totally still snowboard. You're not proving that to anyone. No. To myself and my mm. camera phone. <laughs> Do it when you are when you don't have an eight-year-old that you want to chase around. I know. I know. Slopes. I agree. Guys, I'm dreading either, if I'm being honest. Okay? Oh, Winter yeah. sports, not my wheelhouse. Do you know which one's easier? Skiing. Yeah. yeah. You know what's even easier? Sledding. You know what's easiest? Sitting in a lodge having a hot chocolate. Did you see that Boy Meets World where they go to the ski lodge? No. What? Wait, I love that you're <laughs> so what? Watch I used to watch that. Yes. I Boy Meets that World? Show. No, I haven't. Where he's skiing with Topanga and then he gets hurt and then he meets another girl at the lodge. Was that your dream as a kid? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have a crush on Topanga? No, I liked the girl that he fell in love with oh. at the lodge that was a big episode for you huh? big episode for me. life-changing she worked at the lodge and they kissed and then he had to tell oh. the i mean how long was he in this lodge i mean it's like a whole love like, story it was like the weekend they stayed up late by the fire talking where was topanga she was out on the slopes he told her to go out on the slopes and he had gotten hurt that is some fucked up shit man were they together Topanga in her yeah. Oh, oh, no. that was very yeah. I understand yeah, it was why. Like that Oliver, oh, on the OC. <laughs> yeah, oh, everyone. That was not my favorite storyline. I loved that storyline. Of course you did. <laughs> I mean, you loved I hated, Oliver. I hated him. Yeah, everyone did. That was the point. I think. Um. All right. Well, fuck. Yeah, you should ski. And... I should ski. Look, if I took up ski, like I actually. 
I enjoy adventure. I enjoy sports. Maybe it was because I only ever snowboarded why I'm like not into it. Maybe if I skied, I'd actually enjoy mm -hmm. it. And I would like to do something with my daughter because she's actually really good. Well, we're going to do a mammoth trip. You and Jeff? You just want to go to the restaurant. <laughs> yes, but I also I want to ski. When was this trip where you snowboarded and switched to skiing? When? Yeah. When I was like 16. No. Okay. I don't know. They've lost merit. <laughs> How does it lose merit? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, it's going to be a disaster all the way around. But anyway. Yeah, I kind of want to go just to win <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you guys, I should have a GoPro. <laughs> Live from the slopes. Live from the slopes. It'd be pretty fucking epic. Will you go live on uh, Instagram? Oh my god! Yes. Your first time getting off the lift and then going down. No, I really am terrified of getting off the lift. We need to That's get you scary. one of those like things so you can mount the phone to your head. That's what I said. A GoPro on my helmet. Yeah, but with your phone, so you can be live. Oh, so you can go live. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Okay. Well, it'll be something. So, you know, people talk about like, okay, what's healthy? Like amount of sex you have when you're in like a long-term Why are you laughing, Rob? You're, doing, you're doing great. Relationship. <laughs> no, but it comes up a lot. Like what's considered like, oh, you have a healthy sex life with your partner in a long-term relationship if you have X amount, you know, a week or a month or whatever. Right. And I think it varies. <laughs> now, I'm always, like, astounded by the amount Olivia and Jeff it's not have sex. that much. Well, married, two so kids. So it's what? How many times? Well, I would say the average. lowest, the average, is on the lower end once a week. Okay. Lately, it's been more. We're, like... Two to four times a week. What? What? With a new baby? Like a one-year-old and a six-year-old and marriage. Two to four times a week? Are <laughs> you the instigator? Uh, Normally. Okay. What about you? I used to be. So, I mean, it varies, though. Like, when she was pregnant, it was more. What? And then um, hmm. after it was less for a little bit. Yeah, of course. Are we calling, are you intercourse or any sort of? Do you just do other, any sorts? Sometimes. What do you mean? Sometimes yeah. it'll just be a blowjob. Oh, yeah. Or a handjob in a lot of these Yeah. Kids. I mean, it's been a long time since I've been in like a long-term relationship, so I Absolutely. Can't. Yeah, Sometimes. it's like, yeah, I yeah. don't feel sure, like having sure, sex, sure. so I'll do this. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. sure. If you take the dog out, I'll give you a handy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, we definitely make deals, <laughs> you know? Like, if you do this, I'll, or if he does something, like, really nice, I'll be like, all right, you're getting, right. I yeah, do, yeah. You know? I do think there's a gender disconnect, though, that for men, like, I would do it every night. Every night? So you like it at night? Yeah. I mean, I would do it in the morning, too. Rachel? It was an option. What? Do I like it at night or in the morning? Yeah, wave to your daughter while you ask answer this question. <laughs> what? Mommy I always loves have it in the more, morning. Yeah. Uh, well, I always have more energy in the morning than going to bed at night, but I can be enticed. I mean, we've had young kids <laughs> for so long, too, that morning's not Out. an option. Yeah. Oh, interesting. How do you guys make it happen in the morning? 
Is it before the kids wake up? No. Like, what on are the, they doing? Well, on the weekends, they're on their iPad. Oh, and you weekends. just sneak away and lock the door? Yeah. Last night, my mom was there. <laughs> his dad was there. Both kids are up. And he asks me to meet him in the other room. <laughs> well, I, so I think and there's I did. A, Good for you. I think there's a disconnect, though, because I think most men are willing to do it and are happy to do it. Right. And then when that is not reciprocated from the partner, mm-hmm. it's hard for us to process that, like, oh, I'm willing to do it whenever. Why aren't they? Mm-hmm. Right. To- something totally different happening when a female doesn't want to. What do when you the, mean? When What's the wife different? doesn't, I don't know. Sometimes she, she's just not in the mood. Right, guys don't understand that. I could get in the mood very easily. Right, unless I'm like food poisoning. I've had a guy who like wouldn't be in the mood, and I always thought that was a red flag. I kind of like it. I don't know. Or if it's like it's a, a red control so, uh, or a control Do you think that's thing. true? Or do you think that's true? I've never once in my ten years of marriage or relationship asked Jeff to have sex or um, initiated it in him say, I'm not right. in the mood. Right. Yeah, that's He'll the norm in the for mood. sure. Right. Like, whatever it is, I, that's never happened. I and think I, it's, like, could be, like, a control thing with someone who's, like, just, you know, kind of out of it, their mind. I think for a man, though, it's hard for him to understand that it, that's not how women are thinking, too. That, like, they don't want to. That if they love me, they just get in... Right, they'll, the they'll, they'll think like, oh, you're not attracted to me or it's a chore or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yep. When, but sometimes, don't you think it is? Like, no. I mean, not a chore, but like sometimes you're doing it for the other person. I definitely have done it for the other person. But I, right? think that's, I think that's a female thing. Yeah, I think that there are times where it's like you're tired or you've got a bunch of stuff to do, you've got kids, whatever, but you're going to do it but I, as a guy, like, I don't think I can, I've told Natalie, like, wake me up if you want. Um, yeah. Yeah. Ready, to, ready to go. Thing. Ready to go. Ready and raring. See, I had this thing for so long that I never said no. Never said no. And lately, I've pulled the no card a few times. Oh, and I bet that has like, a negative effect. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> I bet he does. And like, <laughs> he's like, He's like, you can't say anymore that you've never said no, because it'll be like, well, I just like got in a car accident or like, you know what I mean? Like my mom's in the hospital. Like I'm not like really feeling sexy. But for many, many, many years, I never said no. I bet you switching that has done something. Yeah. But well, yeah, like, it's just always at his disposal. What do you yeah, mean? Yeah, it was. She would never say no. And now if you've said no, that's probably triggered something in him. That's Yeah, like, probably makes him think that you're unattractive to him or you don't want to have sex with him. He it's, knows that she's attractive. Yeah, I know, yeah. but it's going to be happening subconsciously of like what's different Yeah. Well, now. I, I think, think this is probably Jeff's favorite podcast because we talk about Jeff so much. He stopped <laughs> listening to us. <gasps> he did? Yeah. Because he got mad? I don't know why he stopped, but he stopped. You should let him know to listen to this. He did. He will, He's probably going to listen because it's Chelsea Handler, to be honest. Yeah, he loves comedians. Like, he loves... Like, loves this is, Yeah. He loves strong, powerful women. He sure does. Can't you tell? Mm-hmm. But women that will never say no. <laughs> I bet Chelsea loves that. Oh. <laughs> 
Oh, my goodness. What, what about you? Would you say no? No. Ever. You would never say no? Now, it's harder for me because, like, I'm in, like, the dating pool. Like, I'm not in a long term. I'm trying to remember in the, like, long term. Your stakes are also higher. I don't think higher. I ever said no. Your stakes are higher, too, when you're in the dating phase. Like, you're going to... Like, impress dude? Pull out all the stops? <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah, you're trying to impress. You're trying to trap a motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah, Venus flytrap that shit. No. You wouldn't say no to anything? She wouldn't. She would be like, I would try to be... But here's the thing is that he wasn't like... I think because he started working out more, his testosterone is higher, so his appetite is higher. You know? But, but before, yeah. it was like a, a rational amount of requests. You know? So I was just like always... I, I kind of had a thing with myself. Like, I've heard a lot of marriages and a lot of relationships... That when that goes south, like the relationship kind of tends to suffer. And it's always just kind of been a thing that I'm like, that Fearful deserves. Of. Not like I was doing it out of fear, but also like, I think that deserves attention and maintenance. Mm -hmm. You know? Mm -hmm. And I think if you start being like, no, I'm tired or I'm full or me, that like. Would you say no first day of period? I'll say uh, it's my first day of a period. But you'd still, you, I try not to have just sex throw that, the that first day of my period. There. But yeah, does Natalie say no a lot or no? Yeah. Oh, she does. Uh, is every time <laughs> initiated with a question of like, do you want to have sex? Yeah. I feel like in this day and age, yeah. She does not like that. Oh. She doesn't like it being like asked. Asked. I'm fine with it being asked. That doesn't bother me. To I have also, sex? yeah, and I'll also ask. I don't like it to be asked to like be kissed, which oh no, kinda, that's different. I know, but that goes against yeah. this whole new like consent thing. You know, that's like a weird, tricky thing because like mm -hmm. the consent thing is like. It, I I think all of this is prefaced with this is happening in a consensual relationship where okay, well I can't be both, part of this conversation. Both partners <laughs> are. Because you've never been in a consensual sexual relationship, is that what you're saying? <laughs> no, but this is very relationship based, so it's not my world right now. What was the frequency in your healthiest relationship? <sighs> like after a while, <laughs> probably like three times is like the most frequent. I don't know. I have no memory, you guys. I don't know. Wait, so Natalie doesn't want you to ask, so you have to, like, come on to her? Like, you have to seduce her? I mean, there's, like, a time a time of the night where it's going to happen or not going to happen right before bed. But you can't ask, so you have to, like, reach over to her and she'll I mean, either I'll, swat you away or... I'll ask sometimes, still. Right. Okay. She wants you to just, like, go for it if you're going to go for Pretty it. Pretty much. Yeah, I get that. I told you, if I see Jeff brushing his teeth, yeah, I Yeah, you know up. that's the sign. Like if it's not at a regular teeth brushing time. I know the sign. They used to stay with me when they lived. <laughs> <laughs> they lived up north. And like literally I would see like Jeff like walking in like the bathroom with like, yeah, yeah, like brushing his teeth. And then Olivia disappears for like a minute. The kids are just out in the living room. I'm there, you know, and it's I'm like, well. It's true. A minute. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes That's you just got to like get it in.
Get it out. Get on. Yeah, but I know different times that happened when we we're staying here, and I'd be like, "Babe, we can't." Like Rachel's out there, and he'd be like, "Rachel would be in full support of this." I, and I was. Yeah. I know. And I would know, and I would keep the kids distracted. Yeah, he he would say he'd be like, "You could go tell her." Yeah, and she'd be fine with this. Of course. I'm like, but you don't want to go like tell someone like, "Hey, I'm gonna go have sex in the other room." I've had many friends have sex in my guest room. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Yeah, but last night was awkward because Shepard came looking for me. Oh, no. <laughs> and my mom's like, Olivia, Shepard's looking for you. And Where were just, you like, guys? In the kids' room. What? Yeah. Did you, you can lock the door. Because you can lock a door and no one would think we're in there. Uh, and then when you get caught in there, what's your explanation? I. We were fucking. No, it's just like, there's the. There's the remote's your, over there's, there. There's your clothes, Shepard. Oh, my gosh. There they are. Yeah. I mean, have you ever done it during the day while the kids are, like, Yeah, I mean, around? Um, or napping only, right? Napping and maybe if Calvin's, like, off watching TV. Right. Otherwise, it's at night? Only. In bed. Like, pretty traditional. <laughs> <laughs> On the kitchen counter. <laughs> we got too many You're windows. in bed, but you get up and you go yeah. to the kitchen counter. I yeah. Mean, yeah, you know, yeah. I used to have to, like, <laughs> go in the other room and, like, send a picture from the bedroom of, like, something, you know? Of what? <laughs> what do you Get mean? Get specific, please. Like, wearing lingerie. No, I just mean, like, okay, and then they'd so have you, to come you guys meet are both me. both home yeah. watching TV and you just yeah. leave. What do you mean you'd have to? Sorry, that was phrased poorly. <laughs> it was... <laughs> I was kept as a slut. <laughs> I was phrased poorly. Jeff, Jeff does not like it when I say I'm his sex slave. Well, I, I understand that. Would he like it, though, if he went in the other room and, like, took, like, a naughty picture? Would he like it? He'd yeah, I'm sure he would love it. Out of his mind, thrilled. Oh, okay. Well, you guys were like, what are you talking about? Here's the thing. I'm, like, putting the lunches in the backpack. I get it. I am not, like. Going I in did this when I had so like a baby. You should try this at night while the kids are asleep and you got time. I fall asleep with them. Yeah, it's a thing for sure. That's the only time we get though. Right. We just make time other times. So wait, you'd go in the other room and <laughs> send a picture and that would be the alert? That would be the invite. Would they do the same if Mama's they were rich. in the mood? <laughs> I don't think so. I don't know. Not in the same house? You're acting well, like here, it's crazy. Like we, well, you're doing it. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's different. I don't know. For Maybe for a guy to like go in. Well, maybe not. I don't know. Every guest we've asked about unsolicited dick pics is not a fan. Not a so. fan. In the relationship with the person, though? Nobody wants a dick yeah, pic. Yeah, no, I don't think anyone wants <laughs> I don't think anyone from wants anyone. dick No one wants like a cold <laughs> dick pic like Numb coming it. through. I don't, I don't think Natalie would appreciate it. Yeah, okay, no. that's fair. That's Sneak fair. That's fair. And... That's fair. I would be wigged out if Jeff just like pulled, <laughs> sent me a dick pic. I would be like, oh, sorry, you're wrong, going. Sorry, wrong text. Yeah. yeah. I'd be like, oh, you're going through like a midlife crisis or something. Oh, like, with, with a dick pic? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Uh-uh. You should try that with Jeff. Send him so, an unsolicited dick pic. Not an unsolicited dick pic. <laughs> Dude, try, try the Rachel. Oh my god! You should he would do that one time. He would love it. Rachel, can you send me pictures of you? <laughs> my head is cut off with all of yeah. them. See if he notices. 
different. And then you guys can text Natalie and tell her to try it on me. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Natalie would be like, fuck you guys. Wait, imagine. I bet I could almost. No. What? Use my picture? Yeah. There, There are some that you probably could. Yeah. He'd be like, what's up? <laughs> what's up? Oh, my gosh. This is funny. I use your vagina picture. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> You've got oh, enough geez. of those on your phone? Yeah. He probably doesn't want to see that. He's a doctor. He's like, I've seen too many vaginas too many. in He's my He's a doctor. Day. You would think he would maybe be observant enough to tell the difference. Oh, he would know the difference. Oh, she would know the difference. He knows Olivia's sure. vagina inside and out. Doctors are... Very, very yeah. introspective. <laughs> I don't know what Nobody's technical. All right, on that note. On that note, thanks for listening. Come back again next week. Ba-dum, ba-dum, ba-dum.